1: Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems. And normally, Jimmy Carter comes in every Saturday. He does the opening. He packs up his stuff, and he leaves and leaves uh, leaves Big Biff to himself. But uh, today, Biff's not feeling too good, and Jimmy Carter's actually here. Good morning, Jim. You can't talk? Well, Why is that? Oh, alright. Okay. So Jim's behind the scenes. He can't talk. I like it when Jim talks, but, you know, he's, he's a professional radio guy. So, in DJ and all kinds of stuff. And knows, and knows, uh, uh, a very famous, uh, village person. So, you know, much more than I do. So, anyway, hey, speaking of, uh, speaking of great things, uh, we have with us Gunther Berman. Gunther Berman is the, uh, president and CEO. And founder of the Newport Car Museum and um, the Newport Car Museum uh, has been named among the top 10 destinations worldwide Uh, and it's the uh, TripAdvisor's Traveler's Choice Award for the second year in a row Um, you know the museum just opened their doors in 2017 so not that long ago and uh, it is a fantastic place I've been there once um i've talked to people that go there pretty regularly they just love going there and uh, it's just a great place but i wanted to talk to gunther because they they have a lot of stuff going on over the next uh month or so including uh with veterans day coming up there's a discount for veterans so uh take you know if you're a veteran you can take advantage of that gunther good morning and welcome back to the car doctor program good morning thanks for having me again sure and uh since we talked it's uh, you've added more cars to your collection down there, haven't you? Uh, yes, uh, I just want to start out by saying uh, I know we're
2: on radio and you can't see the smile on my face, but I, I was this morning is a beautiful, beautiful morning in, in Newport and in Portsmouth, and I'm driving one of the our vehicles, a GT2 RS Porsche, and um, I'm still smiling from rooting around. Uh, uh, the back roads of, uh, of portsmouth this morning uh, in, in that car. It's uh, it's nice to be able to pull some cars out now and then and enjoy a beautiful, sunny fall day here in New England. Uh, yeah, we've got, today we have uh, a Lamborghini Bull Run, which is um, a caravan of amazing Lamborghinis coming to the museum. Um, uh, when the owners just want to raise awareness of, uh, men's health. It's, uh, Mo- Movember. And I think you, get, you all know people try to grow beers and do all kinds of stuff to, um, to, uh, accentuate, uh, uh this, uh, this, uh, uh, event of, of, November uh, Movember to, to basically fund some medical research and innovative treatments for uh, men's health. And they're coming to the museum today between, uh, t- uh 10 and 5 with a, um, uh, it's a beautiful day to come out and and see some amazing pieces of machinery down here.
1: <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, when, if you, you know, when you see one Lamborghini, it's pretty amazing. When you see two, um, you're like, "Wow, what's going on?" But when you see a parking lot full of Lamborghinis, that's uh, that's pretty amazing. Well,
2: in addition, we know we have some in the museum. We have a Countach, and we have um, uh, an Aventador, uh, which was going to be put in the exhibit. Pretty soon, so the, for, sort of the first version of of the really supercars and 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 the latest version, as well as the as well as the Diablo and a Murcielago and all those cars that are coming down um, to celebrate Movember uh, uh, the in the Lamborghini Bull Run today.
1: And uh, you know, the Countach is one of those cars that I think uh, when that came out, every teenager had that poster in their bedroom. I think. <laughs> We,
2: it's funny because next to the the uh, uh, Countach, which is kind of the first car you see coming into the museum on the wall, there's a picture that that one of, um, of that's uh, iconic on every uh, college kid's uh, wall in that in that era. But also the the other picture they had up of Farrah Fawcett at the at the time. So it kind of a uh, walk down memory lane for people who really enjoyed that Countach picture.
1: I I'm willing to bet. Our super producer today, Jimmy Carter, had a picture of Farrah Fawcett in his bedroom. I, I'm just guessing, but I I don't know that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, there and and uh, you know, we were it was it was funny a couple weeks ago. I was talking to a guy who wrote a book called the the big book on tiny cars and he wrote all about tiny cars. And I mentioned something about uh... you have a tiny car in your collection. Um and it's one of the most photographed cars there, and it's a it's a BMW iZ or a little a little kind of bubble car. Yeah, it's
2: it's really funny. In the in the main uh, world car gallery, we have a 918 Porsche and a P1 McLaren and a McLaren Senna, and you know all those big horsepower modern supercars. But the car that seems to get the most attention there is a. Is our little fifty-seven Isetta, which probably, as you know, was designed by a a refrigerator designer in in Italy. So, um, if you op- have opened a refrigerator door, it's like getting into an Isetta. The, the the door is like a refrigerator door, and all of them have sunroofs because um, if you crashed and and couldn't get out of that door, you had to go out through through the roof. But it was an interesting car of that era because, you know, after the Second World War, there was a lot of taxes on automobiles in in Europe. And um, three-wheel cars were um, taxed at a much lower rate, like motorcycle rates. And so people tried to design cars to kind of beat the tax man. And the Aizetta, I think, was one, even though it really has four wheels, it looks like it's three and i and it has a bmw 12 horsepower engine and probably can't get appeals but um uh it so it, you know obviously economics and taxes um have an influence on everything so, but it, it's an, they sold 250 of those cars and probably saved bmw in an era when you know buying german wasn't necessarily the best
1: thing that you could do yeah, no, it, it it is it is really kind of an interesting car. And what's great about your museum is there is literally something for everyone. If you're not a European supercar person, but you love you know thin cars of the '50s, or you like '60s muscle cars, you know everything from uh, you know you know uh, Camaros and Superbirds and Mustangs. You you have a little bit of everything there.
2: Yeah, well november uh we we our theme for november is uh, a good month for sharing and you know as thanksgiving comes um families are looking for uh experiences rather than things and uh so we really have something for everyone uh and like you say the we have now seven galleries we have a pop-up porsche gallery in what used to be our event space because COVID kind of shut that down but there's um, eight uh, eight uh, Porsches in, in in that exhibit as well. So there really is something for everyone. I I always kid people when they come in and say, um, you know, if you go through the museum and you don't see a car that you like, I I, I will give you your money back. It's a money back guarantee. And uh, so far, I've not had to reach into my pocket.
1: <laughs> and and there's you know I was I was kind of uh, I, and again I think I kind of look at. Um, some cars and you know i i looked at you know for instance the ford the ford shelby exhibit and you have a 427 cobra which you don't see a whole lot of those and you have a, you have a you have a 2018 Ford gt which there wasn't many of those around and and you have one of those and of course you have a a king of the road uh shelby GT500 actually two of them one one is a uh
2: Uh, most of my cars are manual transmission one is a um an acapulco blue um coupe but we also have a yellow um convertible gt uh gt 500 kr car and it was um reportedly uh jimmy connor's car car that he gave to his then wife the playmate of the year patty mcguire and um you can you can Google her now. She's seventy, but uh, better to look back to nineteen sixty eight.
1: And and you know and you look at you look at some of these cars and and again you, you you have to you have to kind of look and I think anyone appreciates it. I remember when I met your wife. Uh, and I don't know if I have the quote exactly right. And, and, and you call this, you call, you know, the Newport Car Museum sort of the art of the car too. But she said if it smells like gas or, and feels like oil, she didn't want it in the museum. She wanted it to be a beautiful setting where everybody can come in and enjoy the cars. And, uh, also, um, you can get up close and pretty personal to the cars too. Yeah. I, you
2: know, I think our, our theme was to make it, m- a little bit more of an art museum than a car museum with, you know, lots of velvet ropes in front of cars and, uh, inability to kind of peek your head into see what the interior looks like. And yeah, I, Maggie was, my wife Maggie was, was pretty direct in saying it can't be a smelly old garage and ladies' rooms has to be fabulous. So I think she, she's gone out of her way to make sure that that's, that's the case. And, and, uh, uh, it's a, it's, it's a different look, I think, in terms of, uh, of of car museums, uh, the, we started in 1954, so we don't have any of the pre-war cars or the um, the the older Ford uh, Fords. And but uh, 1954, we start with a a Kaiser Daring, the one where the the doors slide into the front fender, and uh, the 54 uh, Corvette, which is sort of an iconic car, but, you know, America's
1: first real sports car after the Second World War and and that 54 corvette i mean everybody you know everybody still ogles corvettes but that 54 corvette was kind of unique because it was a it was a six cylinder engine and maybe a two speed automatic transmission as i recall
2: yeah it, it, it's it's a work of art a beautiful car in terms of modern driving it's terrible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sit too close to the steering wheel. It's old. It's a two-speed automatic, and it's a six-cylinder. You know the, the Corvette really came into its own when they they put that um, the, the 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 eight in in, in nineteen fifty-five at the end of nineteen fifty-five, and and um, it uh, it changed the whole that whole car it was uh, an open car that um, was maybe a match for. A, MGTD in, in its day, but when they put the eight in, it became a supercar for that year. I think
1: it really did. And um, you know, you kind of you kind of look you you we look at Corvettes and we look at the the first Corvette. And um, do you have every series of Corvette? Do you like C one through C eight now? We
2: we have a C eight on order. I, we've sort of waited after the first version of the CA came out and we have an order in for for the new Z06 that was just announced uh um I think in October October 20th and uh we're excited about that car the flat plane uh, eight and uh it sounds like a Ferrari and uh, revs like a Ferrari and it's a, a quarter of the price of a Ferrari
1: I uh, I was I was going to say it costs about 30% of a Ferrari so and and so far um, as dependable as you know as uh, um, all Corvettes have been it's, you know so far with the uh, c eight corvettes they've they 've been pretty trouble free vehicles, so you know rather than you know rather than paying you know thirty thousand dollars for a service uh, you change the oil on them once in a while, so pretty interesting. I was looking at your your webpage page and uh, American muscle now and then, and I just kind of looked at the first three pictures that pop up. A sixty four GTO, a sixty one Chevy Impala, SS four oh nine convertible. There must have been one of those made. I mean and and one of my absolutely favorite cars a sixty nine Camaro Z twenty eight. I mean it's just the idea of these cars and that sixty nine Camaro Z twenty eight with the three oh two engine which which really makes it Really makes it interestingly unique because a a lot of a lot of people unless they 're Camaro enthusiasts, kind of go oh, 302, that was a Ford engine but no in fact it was a it was a it was an engine that was developed for for the Camaro in sixty eight and sixty nine which makes it really interesting
2: yeah the race i think the race uh, uh, trans-am in those days you know yep. they had all the muscle the muscle cars racing those you 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 didn't mention we we do have a a a seventy Chevelle four fifty four with a four on the floor, crazy, crazy car. It had more horsepower than the Corvette in 1970. Um, so we, we, we. It's a nice selection of muscle cars, and obviously the first. You know, people argue over. You know, what was the first real muscle car in the 60s, and, and most people think it was that uh, uh, that the, the GTO, the 54 GTO, which was, I think, a Le Mans with a with a. Uh, DTO package that DeLorean kind of fooled the higher ups at GM to to build
1: as an accessory on on uh, a
2: regular a regular run car.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking, I mean, you, you mentioned his name, but do you have a DeLorean? We don't. We don't. Yeah. I, I keep hunting for one. You know,
2: they were the the design is 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 kind of iconic. Uh, the engine, it, you know, it was a Renault. I was going to say the engine's it's awful. 50, <laughs> yeah, awful. it's an awful car. Yeah, yeah. it's unfortunately yeah. it's an awful car. It was hyped as something much much more than it ultimately came out as, and obviously
1: um, wasn't terribly successful. Even though it's a great looking car. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful car, and uh, and uh, you know the whole uh, John DeLorean story that goes along with it. I think kind of even makes it more interesting but uh but i remember driving uh way back when i worked as a auto mechanic and a woman had a delorean and she came in for service one day and i i think all she wanted was an oil change or something and, and um you know i took the car for a ride to warm it up and Came back and said, "Why would anyone own one of these? These things are awful." And uh, I expected it to be, you know, a high-performance car, and it was anything but. And I remember she had a little trouble driving it because she was uh, she was uh, on the shorter side, and it uh, it really it really needed uh, uh, blind spot monitors or something because she banged into a bunch of stuff with it. And and uh, back then, nobody wanted to fix stainless steel; they didn't know how to do it. So it was uh, yeah, it was interesting. It's
2: hard to yeah. get, as soon as somebody put their finger on it there was a there, there was a uh, fingerprint on the car but it was you know going doors were were exciting in those days and people loved going doors as you know as they did on the bricklin too yep. relatively unsu- unsuccessful cars of that era
1: oh uh, yeah yeah the, the bricklin the Brickland was sort of a uh, uh, there there's one it, it's it's and i don't know if it's still there but somewhere up in brookline Someone has a Bricklin that they, it was kind of their daily driver. And, uh, the last time I drove by, I think there was a broom handle holding one of the doors open because I think the (laughs) the, the lifts, the lifts all had worn out on it. But, you know, and I'm, I'm looking back at, at at some of the car club events that you've done, you know, everything from the New England Porsche club. And like you said, you have, you have the uh, Lamborghini folks coming. Um, you know, your, your neighbor up the road, uh, you know, Dave Smith and Factory Five, you had a Factory Five event at your museum before, and, uh, the Corvette Clubs have been there, and, and even, even the Studebaker Club was there, which is, which is, which is kind of fun. So, uh, uh, you know, yeah, do, we, you we have,
2: a, we had, we actually, um, oh, about a month ago, we had, um, mass cruisers, you know, those, those yep, guys that get yep. together at, uh, Gillette Stadium. Yep. And there were, um, over a thousand people here for for that event and we had um um, i i I think maybe 300 400 cars um and you know we we have a 17 acres here so we have plenty of room for car clubs to spread out and uh, do car shows and and things uh it's uh uh, in front of the museum there's 300 parking spots so we we never have any difficulty in in terms of uh, Handling uh, pretty
1: sizable car clubs. Yeah, that, that's one of the things. That's one of the things I was going to point out was parking. Um, parking is always easy. If, if, you know, when you go, you know, sometimes you go to some places and and you know they're great once you get to them, but you you end up having to park you know a mile away or pay ridiculous prices to park. And uh, uh, pretty easy. Pretty easy with you guys. You're you're in a great big building yeah. and um, yeah, makes especially it nice Newport.
2: And easy. Newport's really, as you know, parking is a is a pr- is a challenge here um so um I'm, we're we're happy to we're happy we love car clubs uh they're enthusiastic about things they um they they love the museum they they love my my wife's um gift shop which by the way we're expanding by about 50 percent i don't know what's happened this summer but um uh people have have really enjoyed getting out after uh Sort of the pandemic has slowed down a little bit, and coming out from under their bed and wanting to experience something, and they've they've come to the museum. and Go, we we've, we've broken records every month since June here in terms of uh, our visitors. And uh, you know, as I always say to people, um, we, we could be the biggest um, classic exotic car dealer um, in in North America because we sell. Thousands of cars. I think uh, I asked May that I sold six thousand cars so far this year, but they're only three inches long. That's the only problem with our dealership.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, yeah. Although, although you know, if you. You know based based on what I based on what I heard you you've sold more cars than probably the largest car dealers in the country right now because they don't have any inventory so uh, right. You're, right. yeah you're and and the other thing is um i when i was when I was there which was a couple of years ago now um you guys were setting up Newport indoor golf too uh for uh, kind of as a kind of as a little little add-on business down there as well is that still up and running? Oh
2: yes uh, and likewise they've had a had a, a banner year um actually my son operates that and in addition to um the the bays that have computers and you can play almost any golf course in the world indoors and find out how fast your swing is and how much spin is on the ball and uh how to get it out of the rough and all 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 those things uh but um, he, he also has every line of clubs and, um, he's a fitter. So it, it seems to me that modern equipment has really changed the game dramatically, um, shafts and club heads and things can be interchanged these days to kind of fit the individual and in their swing and their ability. And, and so, um, again, golf has been a, in boom time, time, um, because of the pandemic and the ability to, socially distance when you play and um so we've we've kind of um, been uh, right where you need to be in terms of uh, of that sport as well as you know what's going on at the museum
1: yeah no it, I, I, you know I, as i'm listening to all of this i'm you know thinking about all the cars you're you're up over 75 cars now 85 85, 85 cars 85 cars golf a big gift shop and a gift shop that's not just, it's kind of a gift shop that's got a little bit of everything for everybody there. I'm thinking, I'm thinking at five o'clock you need to throw people out. I think they, I think they show up when the doors open and they just, they just kind of stay there all day, just kind of, kind of absorbing it all.
2: Well, you know, we've, we've kind of monitored how long people stay at the museum and, and, um, um, it's, it's, you know, between an hour and a half and and most most of the day, you know, we have um, interesting videos in each of the galleries that kind of um, uh, tell something about the cars in the gallery as well as what was going on historically um, at the time that the cars were produced. And uh, there's some cute commercials that we've uh, taken. Uh, There's there's a great one where, um, looking back in the mid-50s when, it was a white coat, white sport coat, and pink carnation to go to the the uh, the prom. There's a young guy who's ready to jump in his jalopy um, with his uh, his white sport coat and corsage for his his date, and he looks over at his dad's new '58 uh, Chevy. Uh, convertible and looks at his jalopy and looks at the convertible and then looks back at his dad and he dad looks around at his young sister and his mother and throws him the keys it's i just love it i think it's just a a great expression
1: of what was going on at that
2: time so much fun
1: yeah and uh, before we wrap up the newport car museum actually really isn't in newport right it's actually in portsmouth
2: it's in portsmouth it's about 15 minutes north of newport Sort of on the way in and on the way out, of, out of Newport, it's in what is known as the Raytheon complex of, of buildings. They they have um, a, a major uh, presence here, and uh, this is a building that they used to use um, for office space and I think building Patriot missiles and some storage. And uh, when 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 we first demoed the interior of the building for the museum, there was a very high security area where. Um, the walls went all the way to the roof deck because, um, I think they're worried about, um, spies hanging out in the ceilings <laughs> and, and things. So it was a very, very secure building, uh, for, for a long time. It's been great for us because, um, the, the HVA system here has uh, lots of filters. So there's n- not dust on the car. So we don't have to, um, spend as much time maintaining the interior of the museum because of that
1: yeah no it's a it's a fabulous place and and uh you know newport newport has you know you you have you have the newport car museum and you know like you said fifteen minutes down the road you know there's our drain and they they right. they have a completely different kind of vehicles there um uh different than what you have so uh, people can literally spend the weekend um you know find a Find a nice B and B or hotel or Airbnb or something, and uh, and and spend a lot of time and just totally immerse themselves in um, Newport car culture.
2: Yeah, it. Uh, you know, I've always said it's better to have two restaurants on the street than one. Adrain has a wonderful collection and a, a beautiful, beautiful historic facility. Um, they have lots of events. You know, they just had the concourse and and uh, they do they do a great job there and you know between uh their museum and and us y- you're right people can spend it's it's yep. uh, if you're if you're into cars you you uh, uh, you you will you, you'll, you'll find something that you like
1: so you so you and donald get along okay
2: mm-hmm yeah. uh, nick, Scorch, <laughs> nick Scorch? oh John, uh, oh donald, donald osborne is, oh yeah 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 he's yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's been here uh we he, do, he does a lot of videos. I think and 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 looking at uh, various cars in their collection. Yeah. We have a couple of videos. If you look on our our website, that um, are both informative and humorous. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. but It's uh, three guys in a cell phone is is our production company here.
1: hey there you go hey gunther i want to take you for uh, thank you for taking some time out of your saturday morning and joining us and uh uh i recommend that people you know go go check out the museum it's fantastic uh veterans get a little discount on veterans day and uh you you have fantastic things i think the only day you're closed coming up in the near future is thanksgiving right? right 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 and uh but
2: the friday and the saturday and the sunday for those of Whose family uh, hasn't figured out what to do, what to do to get an experience when they all show up and you're sitting around and football is over? Come see us.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, you're located on 1947 West Main Road in Portsmouth, Rhode Island, and uh, newportcarmuseum.org dot org is the website, right? Uh, uh, yes, correct. Yep. No, fantastic, Gunther. Thank you very much, and uh, maybe hey, you'll Captain. see maybe you'll see them. You might see me there the day after Thanksgiving. You never know. Um All right, come on down. All right, take care. Yep, bye bye. We need to take a break and pay some bills. We're running a little bit late, but it was a fantastic conversation. Uh, My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. You're listening on North Shore 104.9. We'll be right back.
0: North Shore 1049 Studios are powered by celebrity cruises and cruise planners of Hyannis. Book or reserve your next celebrity cruise by calling Rick at 978-263-7795. Ask for the exclusive offer for North Shore 1049 listeners only or visit cruiseplannertravel.com.
3: Hi, this is Mark Friedman, president of Friedman Financial and host of Dollars and Cents, heard here Sundays from 8 to 9 a.m. Let's face it, your retirement will be nothing like your parents'. Your life won't be based on a fixed income, and instead, in today's world, it will be up to you to make tax-smart decisions on your 401k, your IRAs, and the rest of your investment portfolio. And it's all with a goal of using this money to support your spending needs for the rest of your life. This is serious business, and at Friedman Financial, we can help. With more than 50 years of experience serving this local community, we deliver financial advice in a language you can understand. Visit us at freedmanfinancial.com. That's freedman to ease in financial.com. Let's make your retirement all that you've dreamed it could be. Visit freedmanfinancial.com. That's Friedman, to E's and a D, financial.com.
0: Friedman Financial is a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA, SIPC. Hello, it's State Senator Bruce Tarr, and it's time to think once again about how we can help our neighbors in need in the holiday season. And we're going to be right back at it with the North Shore Holiday Toy Drive from Monday, December 6th, through Friday, December 10th. We're going to be in communities like Salem, Peabody, Danvers, Lynn, Middleton, Beverly, North Andover, New. Port, Ipswich, Rockport, and Gloucester. And the main thing we want to see at this toy drive is you with a new unwrapped toy or a gift card for all of the charities that we'll be working with in each of these communities all across the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. This is a real opportunity to be able to make a difference in the lives of kids on the North Shore who might not otherwise have as good a holiday season. The 2021 Toy Drive is made possible by Institution for Savings North of Boston CVB. Recovery Centers of America, Lion Wah Auto, Ovisan Hardware of Ipswich and of Beverly, Newburyport Savings Bank, The Maids of Newburyport, Brookline Bank of Ipswich, Mills 58, Cape Ann Savings Bank, and Amano Creative. For tour drive dates and appearances, visit North Shore1049.com. Join me, Joe P.
4: Antonossi, this coming weekend for Breaking Bread when we we'll pay tribute to local boxing legend, the champ, Tony DeMarco. That's Breaking Bread. Saturday morning, 11 a.m., Sunday morning, 10 a.m., right here on North Shore 104.9. Hi, I'm Joe. well, the midnight headlight, find you on a rainy
1: night. Steep up ahead, slow me down, making no time. i got to keep on north, north Shore 104.9, uh... I I started to say last week we we're going to do a car review on the Mazda MX-30, and we never got to it. We got kind of busy. But uh, if you would like to join us and chat about your car, you can give us a call at 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. Jimmy's just hanging out in the studio. Um, and he can answer the phone. And I think we have Robert on hold. We'll get to Robert in just a minute. But I want to talk about this little Mazda. The Mazda MX-30 is Mazda's first all-electric vehicle. It's a subcompact, sort of an SUV. has a low center of gravity, which keeps it planted on the road and makes it fun to drive. The electric motor produces 143 horsepower and 200 pound-feet of torque, which, compared with the similar-sized Chevy Bolt, maybe seems a little underpowered. But acceleration is very good, although this a uh, new vehicle looks very contemporary uh the range is very much like a ev from uh maybe 10 years ago it can only travel about 100 miles on a full charge so um you know now we're seeing uh you know tesla long range model 3 that can go 300 plus miles the lucid air that goes 500 miles of course it costs about 10 times as much as this uh so um you know this is really kind of a car that's really designed for um the average commuter, I guess, 35-mile commute is about average, uh, but not for longer drives. So if you're commuting, you know, 75 miles each way to work, you're not going to do it in this unless you have a charging station at work. Uh, Mazda's smaller battery actually charges quickly. Level 3 charging brings the battery to 80% in about 30 minutes. Level 2 charging takes about five hours. So, you know, if you did live 75 miles from work, you'd get to work, you'd plug in, and five hours later, you'd be fully charged and able to drive back home, and then charge up at home. A standard 110-volt house current will take, uh, you know, up to 20 hours. So not that practical if it's completely out of electricity. Well, most EV owners will find Level 2 charging the most efficient, um, you know, you could, it, it, you know, if you're only char- driving 20, 30 miles a day, you could plug in on 110 volts, charge up every night, and you'd be fine. And some people will say to me, ah, I don't want to charge up my car every night. It's another, you know, uh, you know my laptop plugs in my ipad plugs in my phone plugs what's one or another thing to plug in the mx30 design includes two conventional front doors and back doors that swing outward on rear hinges the design eliminates the door pillar and allows for easier access to the back seat um and it's also handy for you know if you're carrying some kind of odd size thing you can kind of cram it in the back seat uh so it does come in pretty handy the front seats are reasonably comfortable offer plenty of head and uh leg room at six feet tall um I was pretty comfortable, but sitting in the back seat, not so much. So, uh, move the wheel, move the front seat a little bit closer. It was okay. Um, the interior cabin design falls somewhere between funky and, uh, uh, and premium. And I would call it IKEA funky. I felt like I was in an IKEA showroom a little bit. Um, Maybe just too contemporary for my taste. I am old, after all. Major controls, uh, including the shift and infotainment system, require a bit of learning curve to master. For example, the conventional-style shifter requires an odd jog from side to side to get it in or out of park. The infotainment system uses a combination of controls, including a console-mounted rotary knob that looks Really sleek, but it's a little bit awkward to use. Safety features are well-addressed with lane departure warning, smart cruise control, uh, front and rear emergency braking. The ride's a little bit firm, but that also helps with the handling. The cargo area is typical of a subcompact SUV, about 20 cubic feet, roomy enough for certainly trips to the supermarket, a local weekend getaway, providing it's in that 100-mile range. Um, if you're looking for an electric vehicle that's fun to drive and you're an urban driver who has left... Less than a 30-mile commute. I think the MX-30 is a stylish uh, choice. However, if you drive longer distances or the 100-mile limited range anxiety uh, or creates some range anxiety, you'll have to wait. Uh, later in 2022, I understand that the MX-30 is going to be available as a plug-in extended range electric vehicle and they're talking about using a rotary engine generator that will charge the battery as needed uh the mx30 has a starting price of thirty three thousand four hundred and seventy dollars and if you're all excited about this car just to let you know right now it's only available in california our phone number 800-370-1049-800-370-1049 what uh i think we have robert on the phone robert good morning
5: good morning
1: john how are you i'm gonna get right to it
5: uh, I'm going to get right to it on uh, synthetic differential lubricants. Uh, yep. Back in the day when you had mineral oil, friction modifier was required by every manufacturer. Yep. And nowadays there seems to be a dispute. Some are saying you don't need it at all. And my opinion would be you need more. Because if synthetic lubricants cut the friction even more, wouldn't you need a friction modifier to make sure those clutch packs you know engage?
1: Well, it, it's the friction modifier actually doesn't make the clutch packs engage. It actually makes them disengage. Oh, okay. Because what happens is, if the say you had a, you know, we'll we'll say say you had a uh, a '69 Camaro Z28 with the 302 engine in it, like you know they have at the museum down there with the with the positive traction rear end, right. and you change the and you change the lubricant in the diff. And you didn't put the friction modifier in, and you went around the corner. All of a sudden, the thing would be chirping and making noise because the clutches would be sticking. I
5: say, so I got. So the back. Modif-
1: so, yeah, so the modifier actually keeps the clutches from sticking when you're going around a corner, and that's that's why. But I would still, with me, I even if you used a synthetic lubricant, if the manufacturer said, "Hey, you need to use this friction modifier," that's You I'd put it in still, even if you were using the syntax. Yeah, I was
5: thinking just the opposite because, you know, it seemed like you need it in there if you're cutting the friction, but I didn't realize it was just the opposite.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because that's, you know, that was was sort of the, you know, old-timey thing that, you know, somebody would either um, change the differential fluid or they, you know, have been in there for a long time, you go around the corner and you hear, erp, 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 erp. you know, mm-hmm. it would be chirping as you went around the corner because, um, you know, when you go around the corner, one tire has to rotate at a different speed. The inside tire rotates at a different speed than the outside tire. So if you have a, you know, if you, if you took the cover off the back of a rear end and welded all the spider gears together... When you go around a corner, it makes all kinds of weird noises because the differential can't slip. And that's kind yeah, of what the... That's like the Detroit firearm. locker. They're like Yeah, that. exactly, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So yeah. you got to...
5: Yeah, I wanted to change my fluids, and I wasn't sure the dealer was going to... They're going to use synthetic for both yeah. front and rear.
1: Yeah. No, it, it's, uh, uh, you know, use use the stuff that belongs in there, and you'll be in good shape. Yeah. Okay,
5: John. Thanks. Okay. Have a great day. All you right,
1: guys. you as well, Robert. Take care. Our phone number again, 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. If you would like to join us, our phone lines are open and you can chat with us about your car and car problems and kind of whatever's on your mind. Um, I had the opportunity to, uh, I, I, I was going to, I'll be completely honest, I screwed up this week. Um, I am. Um, was going to record an interview with a uh, woman, her name is Anelia Kuzon. she is the Ford Pro Business and Strategy Leader from Ford Motor Company, and uh, I-, I was going to record this little interview, just, just like five minutes or so, and uh, Ford's got uh, a great new program, uh, they're testing out some electric vehicles, and they're putting them in hands of people that are going to use them, and I did the interview and forgot to push the record button so i never did actually record the interview Uh, but i did get to chat with her and um there's something called ford pro and it's a new global business within the within ford and it's committed to uh commercial customer productivity so in other words if you own a business they're they're trying to work with you to try to uh, get their suite of vehicles, products, and services for basically every kind of vocation, you know. Um, and it's backed by technology and engineered for uh, for uh, getting the most out of your vehicle. It's a kind of true one-stop shop. It offers a full portfolio of electrified and internal combustion vehicles designed to integrate uh, seamlessly with the Ford Pro ecosystem. Um, and it's really designed to help Customers thrive and work in this new area of electrification, and what they're doing is they're they're lending vehicles to people, business people, whether it's a flower shop, carpentry, farmers, whatever the case is, um, and they're using specifically Ford Transit vans. So not the Transit Connect, but the full-size Transit van, and they're using them in uh, it could be high roof versions, low roof versions, even cabin chassis versions. So somebody can you know mount uh, specialized. Box to the back of it, um, but it, it has a lot of um, connectivity inside of it, and it has a, a lot of telematics inside of it. So they really know how people are going to use it, and they're trying to adjust their vehicles to the best they can. So um, this new pilot program uses the the uh, e Transit, which is the electric one, and it's uh, really pretty interesting. And uh, if you go to Ford Motor Company. If you go to Ford's website, look up Ford Pro Intelligence. Really kind of interesting things. Uh, Ford's also helping and with this, and they're making uh, commercial charging easy by providing simple charging solutions for any business so they can operate their electric fleet. We need to take another break. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. Uh, give us a call at 800-370-1049. We'll be right back.
5: For in-stock items at Bedrooms, 88 Newbury Street on Route 1 South in Peabody. Get 20% off kids' bedrooms. 0% financing available. Online, Bedrooms, the number one, dot com.
4: Hi, I'm Jonah. Sales manager at Manchester Athletic Club. Our club has over 80 group classes running from morning to night. Classes are reasonably sized and included in your monthly membership. Enjoy yoga, bar, spin, Zumba, and much more. Mention this radio ad and try one class for free. Drop your children, ages 6 weeks to 13 years, at Max Award-winning Jamazing. Your membership covers two hours daily while you exercise.
2: Bring children to
4: Friday movie nights for $10 and have your own date night. More info at MacAthletics.com. ABC Wednesday. Your favorite artists are back together for country music's biggest night. This is incredible. The CMA Awards with performances by country's biggest stars. Eric Church, Miranda Lambert, Jimmy Allen, Blake Shelton. And collaborations you'll only see here. Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood. Chris Young with Kane Brown. Luke Bryan hosts the CMA Awards live Wednesday, 8, 7 central on ABC. And stream next day on Hulu.
0: Hi, if you I'm Mark Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore of the Merrimack Valley. Beautiful today with sunshine, blue sky, temps about 52. Clear, frosty, cold overnight, Low's in the 20s. Don't forget to turn your clocks back one hour before you go to bed. Tomorrow, lots of sun, low in mid-50s. Then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, sunshine every day. Temperature is mostly in the 50s. Next chance of any storminess, probably not until next weekend. With a forecast being brought to you by Charlene Woolman Allstate Insurance, your number one choice for all your auto, home, life, and retirement insurance needs. Call Charlene 781 605 2629. For local door, sure. 1049. I'm Mark <laughs>
1: Car doctor Dr. Bergman, North Shore 104.9. Our phone number is 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. Jim's just hanging around the studio, so give him a call and say hi to him. And thank him for coming in. uh, uh, Biff is feeling a little under the weather today, so uh, uh, hopefully he's feeling okay. And I wonder if he's listening. I bet he is. Uh, Let's talk to our buddy Mike and Michael. Good morning. Good morning. On a cool morning, setting off tire
6: alarms all over the... (laughs) All
1: the area, <laughs> including my house, by the way.
6: I mean all the tire alarms. But hey, the reason I called was my morning is every morning for many many years it's been hot coffee, the Wall Street Journal, and listening to you. Uh, do I have to change that in the future? What's your plans? I, I don't know if you're ready to talk or can you talk? Are you going to stick around for a while? Looks like you're selling something. You
1: know if if uh, if people have me, I think so. I think I am. Um, you know my my ultimate plan, I guess, is to. Uh, split my you know well there's a whole there's a whole bunch of balls in the air at this point but um selling my little house in abington and i want to be able to spend uh i want to still work at triple a uh this whole COVID thing where we can work remotely makes it a little bit easier for me um it's uh so we're we got that kind of in the works i want to i have a little little cottage on cape cod which uh moving from what i already thought was a small house to an even smaller cottage is uh creating some anxiety uh and where do we put all the crap um and then uh you know we got the tin shack in Florida so uh we want to spend you know spend the cold weather months in Florida down at the down at the tin shack down there so you know we got but I still want to keep doing this I still want to keep uh doing the radio I still want to write for boston.com I still want to write for the providence journal I still want to write for newsday in New York uh, the quincy sun the the uh the Yankee Express and there's four or five other papers that Mark Rosso from the Boston Herald got me hooked up with in in uh, in New York. So I still want to do all of those things. Um, I I want to try to avoid going to meetings. That's what I want to try to do. I don't that's want to finally, go to meetings. I, yeah, I don't want to go to meetings anymore.
6: Well, I agree. Well, I'm glad that's very good news. And by the way, reading the Wall Street today, which weekend I mean, is always a very interesting newspaper. They have two huge articles. One on Rivian. Uh, which is very interesting, the, uh, truck company. Yep. And also a whole page on the new McLaren. Uh, and lastly, I'm going down to the new plot this week. If you want to swing by and pick you up, let me know. Me and my friend. Uh, I'm <laughs>
1: take it down. You know, it, it's, uh, well, go on, go on Veterans Day. You can save a little bit of money. I got special things to do here. I am a vet, so huh.
6: I do things here and here in But I saw the half price, but I'll pay the full price of ground sometime. yeah,
1: it, it, it is. It is a fabulous place. And if uh, and if uh, Gunther or Maggie, Maggie's his wife, if they happen to be there, you know, uh, you, you know, say you know, say hi to him and uh, and tell him tell them you were listening on the show. They'll they'll like that. He he is a he is a very very nice guy. And what's interesting about him? Uh, he's a he's a lawyer by trade. But he actually, and I think he still does. He actually owns a salt mine. Wow! So, um, which, which I, I, you know, when I, when I heard that, I said, "Salt? I guess I, I guess I, I guess somebody has to own one." But he, uh, I think he owns or he did at one time own the American Rock Salt Company. So, uh, uh, a very, a very, very nice guy, very interesting guy to talk with. He loves his cars. Um, you know, unlike a lot of museums, these are his cars. These are, you know, the, he, he had a figure find some place to put them so he started a museum and and it's a it's a it's a fabulous place and it's uh it's you know anybody i haven't talked to anybody who went there who said "eh, well i don't really like it there's something like you said there uh, it's a money back guarantee you don't see at least one car you like uh he'll give you money back so
6: I'll look forward to it. And also you must be responsible for the demise of a lot of fifty-nine forwards on the road, I'll tell you
1: Yeah, that that and probably uh, that and uh, you know, early Subarus, old Renault's, uh yeah, there's uh, there's there's a lot of them and it's even it's even worse now. We're using something called um magnesium chloride, I think it is, which is great because it takes it takes water down to about, you know, five degrees I think before it freezes. But it is so caustic to metal; it's it's eating up bridges, and you know, gets into you know, gets into uh, rebar reinforced concrete, and of course, it it's 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 caused some real problems in in a lot of cars, and and some of the brine they use is almost as bad. It's it's like uh it's like dipping a car in uh, pickle brine, so which uh, you wouldn't want to do. Yeah. Well said. So thank you
6: very much for taking my
1: All right. call. Glad to hear you'll be sticking around. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Our phone number, 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. GM is finishing more pickup trucks that lacked chips. General Motors is more than halfway through its shipping. Uh, newly assembled pickups that had been parked due to the shortage of semiconductor chips, a top GM executive said, uh, uh, and this is from Automotive News, it said, we've made great success, Steve Carlisle, GM's North American chief, said uh, at the Reuters events Automotive Summit, we're a bit better than halfway through um, that at the moment, and our goal would be to clear out all of our 21 model years by the end of the year. We'll have a bit more... Uh, Uh, of a tail on the 2022 model years into the new years, but not for too long. Uh, These are units that were built without certain modules and held until semiconductors became available. Um... Spokesman David Barnes uh, said in an email to Automotive News, we then ran them through the assembly plant for completion, shipped them uh, the finished vehicles to dealers, he added. We're not shipping unfinished vehicles to dealerships and having them install the chips. The global sh- chip shortage has forced automakers such as GM to idle production or in some cases mostly build vehicles and then park them until the necessary chips are shipped to dealers. Last month, GM uh, CFO Paul Jacobson cautioned that GM's three-quarter wholesale deliveries could be down by 200,000 vehicles because of chip shortages. Um, to expedite transportation of the newly built vehicles to dealers, Carlisle said that GM bought a number of car haulers to del- deliver them from factories or distribution centers. The automakers uh, has been allowed to uh, dealers to pick up some vehicles themselves from certain locations. Yet dealers are still short on inventory. I drive by a Honda dealer um that you can see from Route 24 down on the South Shore. And normally they have a parking lot full of cars, and I don't think they have any Hondas. They have a, they have about 20 used cars out front, but I don't see any Hondas. And uh, same thing, I drove by a Volvo dealer one day, and there wasn't much there. I was talking to a Ford dealer not that long ago, and uh, he said he normally has about 300 new and about 50 used cars. He has 50 cars in total right now. And some of these dealers are also partners with other dealers all around the country and they're trying to scramble for used cars which is why some of these used car prices are as high as they have uh as high as they are so you know shop around shop around a little bit uh but uh you know it it is it is a little bit tough right now so uh if you bought a car a year ago Good for you because it was probably the time to buy it. But uh, it's a little bit tough. But it looks like uh, it's starting to uh, it's starting to turn a little bit. When I talked to Jim Morrison from Jeep, I asked him how the semiconductor issue was going with him, and like he said to me, a year ago I couldn't even spell semiconductor, and now it's all we talk about. But he says we're we're doing okay. We're building vehicles, so we're doing okay. So there, everybody has their own way around it. I think we need to take another break. Why don't we do that? My name is John Paul. This is a Car Doctor program. Our phone number is eight 800- hundred. We'll be right back.
6: and Peabody is where creativity and fun collide. Create and Escape gives guests opportunities to explore their creative side with Pinterest-inspired DIY workshops and Instagram-worthy projects, in-person crafts, virtual online workshops, and take-home do-it-yourself projects. Come make a great gift for the holiday season or create your own masterpiece to bring home. So no matter what age or skill level you are, let your creativity flourish and get your DIY on. Come join us for the ultimate social crafting experience on the North Shore. Check out their website and events calendar at
3: Want to learn a new language so it will actually stick? Try Babbel. Practice real-life conversations in the Babbel app.
4: ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas?
3: Get personalized help in Babbel's live online classes.
4: Classes are limited to 6 people so everyone can get the help they need.
3: Review words and phrases with fun games or dive into the culture with short videos. Whatever your learning style, Babbel gives you the tools you need. Babble. more ways to learn now try Babbel free at babble.com that's b-a-b-b-e-l.com
0: tune in every sunday morning at seven thirty a.m for caring voice i'm joanne mcginnis with aberdeen home care we're going to bring you valuable information about elder care and the elder in your life tune in sunday morning at seven thirty. caring voice
3: have your morning coffee with me mark friedman host of dollars and cents each and every sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m we'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand
1: Welcome back to the Doctor program on North Shore 1049. Here's some here's some a little bit of scary news for you by the way. Um, tonight Jimmy and I we're going to we're actually going to call each other and we're going to turn our clocks back simultaneously, right Jim? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're going to uh, we'll have we'll have a uh, we'll have a Zoom cocktail together and then we'll uh, we'll both turn our clocks back so we know it's the right time, but um, something you should know about um, one of my coworkers looked at fatal crashes nationwide, um, from 2010 to 2019. And, uh, they, spe- he specifically looked at the five o'clock hour before and after fallback using one week, two week, and four week periods. And they also looked at pedestrian crashes. So one week before we turn the clocks back, and again, people not used to driving in the dark, which is what this all is, um, Fatal crashes at the 5 p.m. hour increased 73% after the time change. Uh, two weeks before, uh, they increased uh, uh, 61%. And compared to four weeks before, fatal crashes increased by 54% after the time change. So, um, you know, we turn the clocks back and, and people can't see as good at night and, What the real scary one, not that, you know, four weeks after we turn the clocks back, uh, fatal crashes go up 54%, but what's even scarier is pedestrian crashes, so people running into pedestrians. Um, That happens on average across the country 2.3 times per week someone runs into and kills a pedestrian during the first week after people turn the clocks back it goes up to almost 18 people per week and you go 4 weeks out and it still goes up um, um still is almost as high at 17.9 pedestrians per week i don't know what a point 9 pedestrian is but we'll say 18 so in other words it is uh it's still a 434% increase so uh, for drivers, if you're if you're driving, pay special attention. Look for pedestrians. Look for other vehicles. If you're on those kind of dark, deserted roads, don't be shy about using your high beams. That's what they're for. In fact, most cars, if you test the low beam headlights, if you're driving at more than forty or forty-five miles an hour, you're actually outdriving your ability to see. Uh, your headlights are not. Lighting up far enough for you to react to it. uh, If somebody's out in the middle of the road and pedestrians, remember when you're a little kid in school and you learn, hey, um, I I, I should wear light colors when I'm driving at night. If you're somebody who's wearing, you know, jeans and a dark hoodie uh, and you know, dark shoes, you're going to blend right in. And especially the largest growing, one of the largest growing parts of the population is seniors, and seniors need. And pick whatever age you want to be to be a senior, 60 and older. um, You need three times as much light to see as you did when you were 20 years old. So uh, be very, very careful. I'm willing to bet right now because I'm not in the studio, but I'm willing to bet our buddy Joe Piantadozzi is uh, the host of Breaking Bread is in the studio. I bet he's all. I bet he's at the microphone and he's ready to go. You are Joe. right,
4: John Paul. Good morning. How are you, sir?
1: Good morning. It's that hidden camera I have in the studio. That's how I know.
4: Oh, I figured there had to be something like that. But uh, yeah, hey, you, you talked about th- that, uh, those astounding uh, uh, facts about uh, changing the clocks back. I know it's, it. It really uh, rocks everybody. I mean, just with your internal clock, but but obviously. I wanted to bring up you're changing your clock in your car, and it is sometimes so difficult to do. I mean, the newer cars do it automatically, which is great. The newer, maybe the higher yeah. end
1: cars, yeah. yeah, the ones that have GPS in them that are tied up tied to satellites, they do it automatically. But yeah, some of them, some of them, you need you need to have gone to MIT and gone to an engineering school.
4: Oh, I know, it's true. Yeah. It, it's yeah. amazing, and uh, yeah. I, I've 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 been asked to help people do it to their cars, and I, and I'm not. Uh, technologically uh, advanced at all, so I have a hard time. I feel bad for like an elderly person who ask me to give them a hand doing it, and it is so
1: confusing. It, it, it is, it is a little bit, in, and and uh, you know that's where that's where the owner's manual comes in handy, and and you're able to do that. Uh, yeah, and and you know some somebody said to me, it's only for six months. I'll just leave it alone. It isn't worth it isn't worth the effort, you know. So I'd be, uh, I'd be late uh, yeah. or early depending on the time change. Yeah, yeah exactly. But but today you're early, so look at that. So what do you get going on for breaking bread today? John?
4: Have a great show i have uh we, we lost somebody uh, a great guy here in boston welterweight champ uh, tony demarco the champ a uh, great fighter and uh, he is the only statue other than paul revere that was erected in the north end and uh, wow he uh, passed away just a couple of weeks ago at age 89 he was a guest on my show a couple of years ago and we're going to replay that interview a fascinating guy and wrote a book so we've got him coming on tony demarco and i have hotelier from Northampton, Massachusetts Mansour Golbath. He's originally from Iran He's got an interesting story He owns two hotels Out in Western Mass And he's a great guy Good friend And I'm uh, going to talk about His flight from Iran And how he ended up uh, Being a hotelier
1: Fantastic. As always, Breaking Bread with Joe piano Really interesting, always entertaining, and I learned something whatever I listened. Joe, have a great show. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Joe, Paul. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or move over. And remember, daylight savings time, uh, we're losing it. We're going to standard time, so be extra careful when you're out on the road these days. And... Thanks to Jimmy Carter for coming in and filling in for Biff. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.